to the Daydreamer Variety Show. Welcome. Thank you for joining us on this lovely day. Anna, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing great. You know, it's been a little bit um, of a wintry mix around here in Ugh. Indiana. Sleet. Rain, sleet, snow, not the one. So I have taken upon myself to really finish the job on a couple mm-hmm. projects. And moments before we sat down to record, I just finished redoing an entire wall of my apartment. Gallery wall. A gallery wall. It was kind of halfway done. And, you know, when you just sit in your apartment every day, you just question everything you've ever done. So <laughs> I took it all down, redid some paintings, got a couple new things, put it all back together. You know, I'm loving it. And now room I, is just feeling spiced up and fresh. Yeah, it's feeling very fresh. Um, I'm excited to like wake up tomorrow and forget about it and then see it and see how I feel. Like that's how I know if I like something or not. You know, you have to like forget about it. You really have to let it sit in. You do. So hopefully this is one of my last projects for a while. You know, it was great. Also this week, something wild happened to me. Mm. I left my house twice ready (laughs) for the day. Oh yes. Fully ready. Professional, like professionally. I went to two work activities this week. The most I've done in a year of March 1st, probably, but Mm -hmm. I went to work one day and sat in the office all day, which was, you know, nice and nice change of pace. Because they do that, right? They let you come in occasionally. Yeah, you can go in if you want, just as Mm -hmm. long as there's not too many people and you aren't symptomatic, obviously not symptomatic. I mean, it's not obvious, but I am not symptomatic. (laughs) (laughs) But then Thursday, we had our company kickoff for the year and they opened our new showroom space. Got to go like see people and eat hors d'oeuvres. It felt so normal. Throwback. Got ready. Like it was crazy. It felt like a parallel universe, but I liked it. (laughs) Now, were you exhausted afterwards? Were you like, dang, how did I used to do that every day? Or were you just pumped up from it being so fun? I I definitely was on the day I was just like sitting in the office, mostly because I forgot my headphones and they didn't have any music on. And so I was just like, I was talking to people sometimes, but I was like, it was mostly quiet. We're usually now at home. I'm like watching a show, listening to a podcast, listening to music. Like I'm like always like doing something. Yeah. Constant and, stimulus. Yeah. And also like, I couldn't like, just like go lay on my bed and take a nap for five minutes. <laughs> like I do now, like when I'm at home. So that was different, but have your wobble seat. Then <laughs> my wobble seat, which is, I mean, I've been loving the wobble seat, just like a brief update, loving the wobble seat. So been crafty. I've been professional. That's enough though. Yeah. It felt like a lot. Okay. How about you? Well, thank you for the updates. I can't say that I went anywhere professionally. I can't say that I've done any mega crafts. I did color one day, but really I have one fun story to tell you. But actually before the story, I just realized today, I think I've been burning my coffee. Maybe I just burnt it today, but it just seemed very like a burnt taste today. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking maybe I have been burning it this whole time because I use a hot water kettle (laughs) and a French press. I like it usually, but then I'm thinking maybe I'm just so used to it. I I don't remember what good tastes like. Maybe. Are you using the same beans as always? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. But actually, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, like I go through coffee pretty slow and I usually do half-calf. So I go through them even slower. So I don't go through the beans and I'm on the tail end of a two bags of beans. So but maybe they're old. Right. Maybe it's because they're not as fresh tell you any friends out there that that use a french press 
for your morning coffee, go ahead and slide into our DMs. Do you think it could burn if, would it just be that their water was too hot? Like how would you burn it in there? I think that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Especially because the kettle gets like really hot and I usually, you know, let them bloom. And I think that could be the start of the burning process. I could see that for sure. But how do you know what the temperature of the water is if your kettle doesn't have a thermometer? I was just about to say, how will you know? I guess I could get a water thermometer. But that seems like a lot. Yeah, that seems like a little. Maybe I could just Google for a certain that certain kettle and look at the reviews to see like, hey, what time, how long after it clicks off from boiling? Mm -hmm. What's my range? You know, like one minute afterwards. Is that what's the prime real estate for unburnt beans? Yeah, we need to bring a barista on here to help. (laughs) (laughs) We need to have a guest barista. Anybody with any barista experience? Oh my gosh, I need need to text my friend who is in the coffee industry. That sounds appropriate to me. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway, so that's, that's, you know, just like a shocking revelation that I had earlier today. So I will keep you guys posted. The big story that I have, and by big, I mean very small, but I thought it was funny. So sidebar this weekend, I was home alone with Mr. Tuck's quality uh, sibling time. But it was kind of fun to have some alone time. Anyways, during Friday, I was home alone and it was bitterly cold outside. I had some checks needed to be deposited. And we live in walking distance to our bank. I woke up from a nap. It's 4.15. I thought I can get there before the bank closes and I can go on a little nature walk. Check, check, and check. <laughs> Checks. <laughs> um, so I bundle up and I walk outside and it is freezing I am en route to the bank and I think to myself, like, this is going to be pretty weird going through the drive through just walking. (laughs) And then as I approach it, there's a car already in Mm -hmm. one of the things. And I was embarrassed because I was going to have to walk up to the little, you know, the little, what is it called that shoots the thing up? The teller tube. Yeah, I was I was walking up to the teller tube and I was just feeling all types of insecure because I didn't know how to I didn't know if it was like this is okay. Yeah, sure. And I was just like fake it till you make it. Yeah. And I get confidence. Up, right. Yeah. I get up there and sidebar, I'm in my like worst sweats. So I'm looking really <laughs> sketch in my oversized coat. And I reach into my pockets and I forgot the checks. <laughs> I know that they're looking at me and so I am like trying to overly pat my pockets be like oh my gosh I forgot my stuff (laughs) and so I didn't even look at the teller window because I was just too embarrassed so I booked it out of there thought I'm gonna make this useful so I headed to the trail which was like literally 10 yards the other way Anyways, it was pretty nice, but at this point I am freezing and the trail is pretty mini, but it takes you by this cute little park. These kids were playing in the snow and they were on their little sleds and they were like pushing themselves on the sleds, but they didn't have a hill. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, um, what's that called? It was like cross country skiing, but like cross country. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was like they had their own little individual bob set. They were losers. Oh my goodness. It was pretty funny. And then I was like, that is just a sad sight. (laughs) A child on a sled with no hill. Um, (laughs) But they just desperately wanted to play in the snow. And then I I looped around and on my way back, I saw them. They were just, they looked like they were really fed up and they were just laying on their backs, (laughs) like fully still, like they have fully given up hope. They needed to make their own hill. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. Um, Overall, it was very eventful. And when I got back from my walk, my face was absolutely frozen. I had lost all motor function. It was very cold. But 
refreshing. And even though I didn't make it to the bank, I was happy to get outside. Well, you made it to the bank. You just weren't able oh, to do yeah. your business. At the <laughs> even though, yeah, even though I really failed. <laughs> I didn't fail as much as sliding without a hill. I had a realization today, you know, this is probably the most snow we've had so far this year. And everyone's posting playing out in the snow or their kids mm-hmm. playing out in the snow. And I just realized like, wow, when you have kids, like you have to go out. Like, you know, sometimes it's fun <laughs> yeah. to go in the snow, but like, and I was Brace yourself. Thinking, you know, sometimes there's moments you're like, wow, maybe, maybe I don't need to have a child right now. I mean, I think all the time, but I don't need to have a child now. <laughs> Specifically in those scenarios. Cause I was like, I don't want to go out in the snow. I want to sit in my apartment all day. Yeah. God bless parents. Um, anyway, so those are my updates. Speaking of updates, we are going to be doing kind of a hybrid today for the main segments, one of which is going to be headlines of the week. So we just take a few headlines that we see funny, entertaining, informative. And because we didn't do an episode last week, we're also going to do an improv segment. And that is going to be Ask Me Anything, which we haven't done in quite some time, but it is one of our favorites just because off the cuff. It is. And it's just you know fun to learn things about each other we don't know. <laughs> we couldn't be more self-absorbed. <laughs> no it's fun it's entertaining obviously okay shall we get going yeah let's go let's see what's before we dive in actually the hottest news of the week which we surely are not really informed about and is not one of our headlines but we must talk about it a little bit the crazy stuff with the stocks and that's how we're going to summarize it because we really don't understand it No, I saw someone post and they said the last thing we need is another layperson explaining another layperson's explanation of something that they don't understand. And I was like, you know what? And that is just the truth. Like everybody, everybody thinks they've got like a take on it. And I'm like, let's leave it to the pros, you know? However many headlines I read, I'm still a bit perplexed, but I think that I'm understanding slightly more of it. I just don't want to like mislead you with anything, but long story short, there's some average Joes making Wall Street very unhappy. And it's very interesting to watch. Or some people are getting a lot of money and some people are losing a lot of money. And I've heard that it's like some of the biggest things that happened to the market in a very long time. Yeah, it's a big deal. And of course, it's all coming off of Reddit and everyone on Reddit can really just like team up together to Mm. raise hell. (laughs) about anything but like obviously this big time for better or worse yeah for better or worse like reddit is actually the scariest group of people should we be buying stocks maybe will we be absolutely not because it's just like way (laughs) too confusing (laughs) i will not be doing it but besides that do you have our first headline i do have our first headline it's kind of well the headline is pretty simple pretty straightforward here the most popular recipes of quarantine Ooh, that's fun and it's kind of like a, well, it's a, it's a countdown scenario here, but I just wanted to highlight a couple of them that really made me laugh. And the first one was the whipped coffee craze of the oh, beginning that's right. of quarantine. <laughs> yeah. When, like, about that. People were literally putting like five scoops of sugar into this concoction that they were making every day. I did make it some and it was good, but I didn't put the sugar in it. Props to you if you tried it just for trying the trend, but it's really funny when people are like, oh my gosh, this is so good. You have to try it. By the way, there's five teaspoons of sugar in it. Of course it's good. Yeah, definitely. But what I really, my favorite part of the article was that the number two recipe, this is from eat this, not that.com. Hmm. They seem like they have like a corner on the food market here. Um, but the number two recipe is copycat cracker barrel meatloaf. 
just think if anything sums up like a 2020 scenario is people being like so stuck at home that they're like craving Cracker Barrel meatloaf and that they are all seeking this recipe to make their own Cracker Barrel meatloaf at home. I never in a million years would have guessed that you <laughs> were going to say that. I know. Well, you know, people are really pushed to the edge when they're craving a specific type of meatloaf. I know. And then the other things are like sheet pan fajitas, tuna melts, chicken strips, like pretty normal, like kind of, but the meatloaf really just made me LOL. Have you ever got that at Cracker Barrel? You know, I don't know that I have. I don't I think do. I've ever gotten anything besides breakfast. Oh, I've definitely had other things, but like chicken and dumplings i always oh i have i redact my statement yeah i do love a cracker roll breakfast i have had the chicken and dumplings and i'm pretty sure that's the first time i ever had chicken and dumplings really i was very young oh i don't know why i was thinking it was like it was probably along the same it was probably along the same timeline of when i was loving clams and fries (laughs) i still don't even understand that meal fried clams (laughs) oh man so yeah that's my you know headline there's actually a lot of like great looking recipes on here it's giving me some inspiration but i will sadly not be making the cracker barrel meatloaf seems like a little bit of a project to endure it's gonna be a no for me it really does okay my headline is pretty funny hope this doesn't trigger any gambling addicts out there you know no shame no shame Maybe I really, I really want, I've only gambled one time and I couldn't be stopped. For some reason, I don't like, well, I don't not consider it, but I don't think of gambling as like lottery tickets. Oh, I have definitely done lottery tickets. Yeah. I I feel like, and this is very wrong, but in my head, I think, oh, it's not gambling with lottery tickets unless you're continually buying lottery tickets. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like sometimes we would get lottery tickets for Christmas and it's just like something fun or like, you know, you find a spare dollar somewhere and you get a lottery ticket, Mm -hmm. but the addiction is I feel like when it's gambling, but you know, I think that's probably wrong. All right. The title is Idaho man collects $250,000 lottery jackpot. His sixth big win. Stop. This man has won the lottery, like low key lottery tickets, big wins six times. Imagine being so lucky. I know. So it says um, an Idaho man won $250,000 from scratch off lottery ticket. And a lot of his friends like always consider him very lucky and that this is his biggest win that he's had. And basically, I think people were trying to like either get some juice or put him on blast. Like, how have you done this kind of? Uh And he basically just said, I'm very proud to support the uh, Idaho public schools. That's really why I play. (laughs) And that really just made me LOL. Who am I to say that he's not telling the truth? But it just seems like you must be buying a lot lot of lottery tickets if you're winning six different times. Like big wins. Yeah, that's amazing. I just feel like some people are winners though. Like I never win contests. (laughs) I never win giveaways. But some people, I just feel like always win stuff. I recently just entered a giveaway, even posted on my story, which is like a big deal for me. But, you know, I'm going to say that I never win giveaways in hopes that on Monday when they draw the winner that I will be chosen. Yeah, I've been doing those. I hate the giveaway circles, but I've been doing them because they're giving away like $5,000. And guess what? I take $5,000. It's just like if this man can win six times, surely I can win one giveaway, one Instagram giveaway. 
I don't know. Um, I have a real pass with the lottery and I have never purchased a lottery ticket myself, but I was involved in a group of people at my old job that we were trying to win like the mega Powerball. God knows how much money I put into that, but it was the circle was ran by a lady who was like a hardcore lifelong mm. lottery player a lifer New deal yeah and like every every time after the the numbers came up she would text us and go well guess we have to go to work tomorrow it was always <laughs> so sad because every time i would like tell myself like we're gonna win it was like the mega million and like i would convince myself talk about daydreaming absolutely guard your hearts everybody because <laughs> it gets dicey real quick it's a slippery slope it does i went to i've been to a casino one time and i blew uh, an amount of money on the slot machines <laughs> in like 20 minutes it's easy to convince yourself something when we you know have this type of personality and i go really extremes i have to win of course i will win you know very like entitled all the way mm-hmm. to i will never win <laughs> there's absolutely no way or um, like if i convince myself that i won't win then i will win and it will be oh, right yeah then you start to play reverse psychology on yourself it doesn't yes. work <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. Anyways, what's the next one? My next headline, you may know about this. I'm not sure. But the headline is Survivor. It's a, it's about Survivor. Mm. And Spoiler. <laughs> you, say, you start to say the title, Survivor. Oh, it's about Survivor. <laughs> I wanted to see what the website was. It's on Entertainment Weekly. But they've been interviewing like different Survivor people every week hmm. during quarantine. But this is a Survivor quarantine questionnaire with Shane Powers. Are you familiar with him? Mm-hmm. It says Shane Powers considered using found cocaine before challenges. Do you know what? about this? No. During the season. Okay. So this was during Survivor um, Panama. Okay. Doing their bathing in the water as they do on Survivor. A package like washed up on shore. And they were like, what is this? He was just like with one other person. And it was a package of cocaine. And he like ran out and grabbed it. Ran into the woods with it because he was going to hide it <laughs> because he said he was considering if they could sneak and use it before the competitions oh my gosh i was imagine he said we were showering at the beach and a kilo of cocaine washed up at my feet i ran into the woods with it and was going to bury it and think about what could be done with it contestant is now sober so he must have had maybe had a history with it made him excited when he saw it oh oh no speaking of addiction (laughs) yeah yeah he was like you know, maybe we could do it. But then he said the idea was quickly squashed because production was on to like, why did he just run into the woods? You know, because obviously oh, they for can see sure. what they're That's doing what all I was the time. thinking. Like, how how would production not snatch that up? Yeah, they said, he said it was like crazy. He said in that moment, they were like, so in survivor mode, could we use it before the competitions? Like, could this help me like make it to the end? But of course, production saw it. But I thought that was a wild story. Wild. It must have fell off a smuggling drug lord's boat. Yeah definitely shocking anything could happen and the theme so far this episode is guard your heart (laughs) it really is it really is because Uh, who knows what you would do if you saw a kilo of cocaine i probably wouldn't even know what i was looking at so uh. yeah right exactly (laughs) he must have really known what he was looking for look at this bag of powdered sugar (laughs) like what is this (laughs) santa uh well speaking of finding something unique I have some literary news for everyone. Mm. Let me just read you the title. Man Returns Library Book, 82 Years Overdue. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Did he have to pay a late fee? Well, I guess he said that he was cleaning out his attic. He found a book 
and returned it to the local library or the library in which it was due. By the way, this is in Nova Scotia, Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apparently it was 82 years overdue. And I'm guessing that, you know, he is not the one who checked it out. <laughs> if I could just do some really quick math. And if you're wondering what the book is, the book is Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> oh my goodness. Has a picture of the little library tab and everything. It's uh-huh. obviously really old, but 82 years, what would that be? Um, in the 40s? <laughs> I know you don't want me to count backwards 82 years. <laughs> I must. It would be 1940, wait, 1939? Yes. Wow, we were so close. I'm actually shockingly good at simple math. Math is something that I'm not bad at either. Approach our wiring. Mm -hmm. That's really the gist of this one. I didn't read much else besides that. Really leaves me with the question, if I found a library book that was 82 years old, would I return it? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, this man must just be really a man of his word. All right. And now to our ask me anything. And man, do I have a question for you? Okay, great. If you had to wear one outfit forever, like a cartoon character, (laughs) like SpongeBob or whomever, what would it include? I think if I'm being really honest with myself, it's going to have to be shorts, some supportive tennis shoes, but cute, a comfortable t-shirt, a comfortable sweatshirt, maybe not too oversized because I'll be wearing it all the time. Yeah, all the time. And um, yeah, I mean, I think that's it. Uh, Hair down. I don't know. That's not the outfit, but I feel like I'm just trying to complete the look. Part of the look. Yeah, the look, you know. Hair down um, with maybe some, well, no, I was going to say with some hair clips or a hair tie, but it doesn't matter because my hair is always going to be down. You can't change the look. (laughs) Yeah, just like always the same. Right. That's it. What would your signature color be, you think? Hmm. Black shorts, light blue hoodie. That seems very on brand. I mean, almost too on brand. It's very predictable, but I feel like you have to because it's supposed to match the personality. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go out on a limb the time that you're choosing the outfit you're going to wear for the rest of your life. Right. No, I mean, I don't know. It's hard because, wait, am I thinking like I'm going to be in this outfit the rest of my life or am I thinking like my character is going to be in this outfit so I don't really have to think about comfort? No, like you're what you are the character. Okay, I'm the character in my own life. Okay, sure. Yes, <laughs> yeah, then you are, I want to the main character this time. <laughs> okay, I'm 100% going with that answer and I'm happy about it. I want to put it on right now. <laughs> Hope, hopefully, the climate, hopefully, I'm in a uh, a warm weather climate. Yeah, area. that's the tough part is like if we were in our current climates, you know, it requires a lot of different kinds of clothing. But in the ideal, you know, in your cartoon character world, you would get to choose a climate. So exactly. In my ideal world, it's going to be sunny and 70. And that's my final answer. Love it. You passed. You. I know we don't really have time to go back and forth, oh, but I'm okay, curious. Just quickly. Um, mine would be leggings, black leggings my checkered van slip-ons mm-hmm. a like a roomy t-shirt but cropped okay and a cardigan yep okay but like also- cute cardigan like not the cardigan that i think everyone's mind just went to <laughs> instantly insecure <laughs> i'm concerned about the look people just put together that it's mm-hmm. like really you know 
just like excessively basic what color is the cardigan gray gray or like i have a cheetah one that i like that i think matches everything because well i think cheetah matches everything (laughs) including checkered vans very on brand oh yeah no i'm not questioning that you think that i'm just it's funny yeah (laughs) no literally yesterday i had on my checkered vans these like blue um workout leggings that have like tiny moons and star pattern all over them a solid top and my camo print winter jacket and i was like no less than three prints one word to describe your wardrobe would be prints yeah and not prints prints (laughs) yeah not (laughs) not the singer of purple rain Oh my god! Maybe that outfit you could go for. (laughs) Speaking of someone else with a bold look, it would be Prince. Oh my goodness! Something that's so scary is thinking about what we would look like next to Prince because he's so he. Oh, may he rest in peace. He's so short. He was like five, small, five two. I just watched the new girl episode when they're oh yeah for that party. (laughs) Oh wow! Great question. Okay, my question is: How do you think you would do as an astronaut? And this obviously really requires some self-awareness to answer because you, you have to be honest with yourself. I'm extremely self-aware. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about this, what I would say would be my whole life. So I'm ready for this. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life to be Okay, not also not what you want. Yeah, how I would be. What, what you genuinely think with your, you know, personality and skill yeah. set, et cetera. Not that they would differ, just clarifying for the people. Yeah. I think that my strengths will lie in the fact that I am introverted and I don't mind being alone or with minimal people on a regular basis. Room. Room. Clearly, if I've proven anything in the last year of my life is I can be in a small area for long periods of time. A downfall would be that I do get claustrophobic sometimes, but I think I would get used to it Mm -hmm. because I'm very, uh, adaptability is one of my greatest strengths. So I think I would get used to it. Now, would I say I'm a fantastic scientist, physicist? No. Even though we did just brag about our math skills. Yeah, well, quick math is not, is simply not (laughs) going to cut it in space. But I feel like I could be an astronaut on, like, I could be like a SpaceX because I feel like like the modern way, really, like, really, really smart people, Mm -hmm. I could learn a specific job and, like, do that. Mm -hmm. Would I be able to pilot the craft back to Earth for the splashdown? Like, I don't think so. Okay. You would be simply the instrument in which they use their intelligence. Yes. And I could communicate like I'm a good communicator. I think I would be good on the camera when they're like talking to people. So I think it could do kind of like the PR side, but also I'm good at learning tasks. Mm -hmm. Obscure sleep pattern would probably be in your favor. It would. I know no time. So I would be fine like up there in space. I think I would do well. Mm -hmm. You have a nice center of gravity. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah, great, great center of gravity. I don't know what from one friend to another. I just see that in you. Wow, it's so nice to be seen for my center of gravity. Thank you (laughs) to be known. Also, one time I ate space ice cream and I liked it. (laughs) So, there you go, folks. And hopefully, they would have some version of space banana pudding breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the foods I like, you could pipe right in. (laughs) Great. I concur your assessment for you. Thank you. How do you feel you would do? After a long dramatic pause that I just cut out, I'm going to go ahead and say I give myself like a B minus. That's fair. Yeah, because also have adaptability as a strength. Absolutely not claustrophobic. 
I feel like if I was journeying maybe with one or two people, that would be good for me. Mm -hmm. If it was like a lot of people, I feel like it would be a no. Mm -hmm. If it was just me, that would be a tough situation, i.e. the movie Gravity. Shout out to Sandra Bullock. Uh, You know, the food situation, I'm willing to basically eat scraps like a bird. No harm, no foul there. If I was also being used as an instrument, I think it would be good. I'm trying to think of any complaints. I do get tired quite easily, so I do wonder about my endurance. Mm-hmm. That would be a negative. But overall, you know, I think that same kind of deal. Like, I feel like I would be a great face for an astronaut. Um, <laughs> you got a face for space, definitely. That's what they say. <laughs> of course, I was meaning figuratively <laughs> for the public eye. But, I, you know, literally, maybe. Not sure. Yeah. I feel like I would be comfortable in a big suit. I always mm-hmm. have loved wearing helmets. Yes, yes, you are. And I'm good on the phone. The life. <laughs> I'm great on there the phone. Oh, boom. So overall, B minus. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, I would have to agree. Okay. Um, okay, this is going to require some thought here. Okay, As we are approaching one minute, so it's okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. We'll just. Well, we'll then just... you don't have to give it much thought. You just have to listen closely to the question. Great. Okay, think of our like favorite kind of like comedy shows. You can pick any ones you want, but like Parks and Rec, The Office, New Girl, any of the sh- those kind of shows. If you had to choose from those groups, they can be from different shows. Who would you choose to marry, be your maid of honor, and who would be the officiant? Oh my gosh, what a fabulous question. I have to go off the cuff simply for time purposes. Yeah, just like but- who, off the top of your head. Oh gosh, I- I'm really going back and forth between Jim... Jim Helper and Andy Dwyer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just thinking for stability purposes, I'm going to go with Jim Helper. Okay. Uh, officiant can be Andy Dwyer. And maid of honor was the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. I mean, new girl oh, herself. Lovely. Jessica Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't wait to head. She would be, she'd be very, a very good maid of honor. She would be a wonderful maid of honor. Overbearing perhaps, but gets the job done. At the end of the day, I think she would do the job and do it well. Yeah. Okay, you. Okay, I would marry Nick Miller from New Girl. Yeah, okay. My one true love. <laughs> um, the officiant would be Ron Swanson from Perfect. Parks and Rec. And I think my maid of honor would have to be the one and only Pam Beasley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought that you were going to say Kelly Kapoor, but Pam Beasley is a much more practical choice. I Well, you know, I almost said, because I was also thinking of the Bindi Project, so I almost went oh, yeah. And then okay. I was like, wait, but then she's also in the office. So I could right. say Kelly Kapoor. Double dip. Me. But Pam is a better choice overall. Yeah, like Pam just seems like she would like really take care of, take over a lot of the planning. Mm-hmm. She's got the qualities. She's the office administrator. Yeah, she's the office administrator. I think she'd do a wonderful job. Okay, I have uh, another one. Okay, I have a would you rather. (gasps) Would you rather dance for two hours on a busy street corner or dance for two minutes on live television? (laughs) Dance for two minutes on live television. I feel confident in my ability to be a bad dancer. Right, and that's the funny funny bit. Yep, I have thrown so many shapes at weddings in front of so (laughs) many people that I should probably be embarrassed about, but I simply, for some reason, don't feel embarrassed about that. So yeah, two minutes on live TV bring it on. There's really pros and cons to each, but I would definitely choose live television. One, because I've always wanted to be on television Mm -hmm. and that is my gateway. Mm -hmm. 
Also, two minutes is like not that big of a deal. I mean, people no. dance for two minutes on Ellen. Oh, yeah. And like, even if I sucked, I like a viral and then like gain a following. It's a win-win because anybody can look stupid on television for two minutes and it not be a big deal. Like, that's the funny part about it. It's almost better if you are bad. Now, if you're dancing on the street for two hours, like, people just feel bad for you. (laughs) And also, you would definitely have to bring, like, your own (laughs) boombox. Yeah, you'd have to supply your own music and that would just be even more sad. Mm -hmm. But if I did have to do that, I would do it on, like, a Friday night or a Saturday night. People are coming out of, like, the bars or, like, a big maybe like a Pacers game just oh, when you could get put a tip jar out well yeah well like, people are excited you know so like people right, want to okay. join you like nobody cares I'm gonna have to post this on the story see what people think okay and I have a real quick bonus question and that is how is your juggling going oh wow I am still in the beginning phases okay of like eyeing the ball I'm like um, still in like the research practice phase I can't <laughs> say that I could juggle yet but I okay. can say I'm still laying the groundwork Okay, foundation. You're mm-hmm. gonna have to bring your juggling balls when you come and visit, and then oh, yes, um, we can practice together. Yes, it definitely will. It would be great to get some like live feedback. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, mentor mentee. Yeah, relationship. It, like, it gives me something to practice for. Perfect. Strive for for your 2021 goal. Yes, and now that my crafting is like wrapping up for now, I have more floor space available. <laughs> <laughs> more floor space, more headspace. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. All right. Well, that is it. We've simply ran out of time. Do you have anything else before I cut you off? (laughs) It sounds like that's all for me. (laughs) You have no choice in the matter. All right, everyone, in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And a one and a two. Welcome, everyone, to the Daydreamer. Feedback. (laughs) Oh, no. That's okay. Let me let me go again. Welcome everyone to the Daydreamer Variety Show. Did you get feedback? <laughs> no, I was waiting for you to say welcome. We're gonna go again. Welcome. <laughs>